Forward Podcast. Yeah. Yeah, man. I like this groove. I like this sound. I always like this tune. Always a misconception that when people hear this the first time, they think it's Journey with Steve Perry, and it's not. This is actually Santana. Because the dude sounds so much like Steve Perry, and you'll hear now why. Go ahead, Alex. Sing something. Doesn't he sound like Steve Perry? Golly. So far down that he couldn't get up. Just got to get a little help. It's all about helping people that are down a little bit, right? Are you doing okay? I hope so. Should be. The reason I picked this tune, if you've never heard it before. A lot of winning going on last weekend, finally. Convincingly, actually. Two convincing wins. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah, man. Outside the door? What's happening now? See, he's winning. Racing's winning. Louisville City is winning. And you're winning. You know why? You're listening to me. <laughs> Isn't that worth the price of admission? <laughs> All right, that's enough. Goodbye, Santana. Great tune. Great band. All right. Well, there you go, folks. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. My name is Joseph Vallon, the host of the Center Forward Podcast, podcast that is dedicated to professional soccer here in Louisville. That would be Louisville City FC and Racing Louisville, as well as our men's and women's national teams, and any other topic we choose to opine on, be it soccer or maybe something else. Hopefully you're doing really well. It's the middle of May. You should be, especially after last weekend. Two huge, wonderful wins. Although we had a couple forces working against us. <laughs> In those games specifically, the officials. Oh, my heavens. We're going to talk about that a little bit. You'll see. Anyway, man, I hope you're doing well, and I hope you're going to enjoy the show. Joey Cecil once again. Anyway, we were on Podbean, iTunes, Amazon, and Spotify. Please like, subscribe, and share. Share that winning episode 69 love. Yes, this is episode 69. Episode 69. <laughs> Five tings. That's right, folks. Who's ready for the fastest three minutes in NWSL slash USL slash men's and women's teams national coverage? This is the only place in the universe you're going to get this. So you should feel special. Number five. Got to go to GOTG. Let me say that again. Got to go to GOTG. If you have not seen the final installment of the Guardians of the Galaxy, it's amazing. Okay? You really, really, really want to go. And I'm not going to give away a lot, but bring Kleenex. Bring a, uh, a substantial amount. You're going to need them. But it's a great movie. Go see it, man. Number four, Barking Up the Right Tree. How cool is this Pups on the Pitch deal for both teams? Because I know both teams have done it. It is a great idea. And to see how well-behaved they all are, right? Like, I walked over, and, and there was just I just walked by a bunch of them. They were just hanging out, and they were chilling, and... Getting petted, which I bet is very exhausting. Who doesn't want to be petted for like hours at a time? <laughs> Man, it's a, that's a great idea. Congrats to the uh, folks that came up with that. Number three. No, seriously, I mean this. I'm not big on hyperbole. Okay? <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I think. And I literally, literally meant that that official that was at that match, the Lou City match specifically, was the worst official we've ever had. I mean, the one at the racing game was, was, a, was a close second. But holy moly... And I have something special for you <laughs> in the middle of the show to convey my feelings. Number two, off the snide, racing with a great win at home against Chicago. A lot of good things about that. And man, we truly needed it. I mean, we needed a win, that's for sure. And maybe we could start stringing a couple of these together and get back into the playoff race. I think we've got the talent. I think um, a lot of people think we have the talent. And... Uh, Man, it would be great to see them uh, get a couple more of these under their belt. And uh, I know we got this tournament coming up, too, which we're going to talk about that a little bit. And then, last but not least, woof, what a victory. I had to throw that in there. Louisville City, um, another big win for them. Uh, I know Danny doesn't seem very happy with the first half, but I was I was okay. <laughs> I thought you guys were, too. It was a lot of fun. And, and it, a second half, uh, especially, tremendous play. Uh, great to see some of the efforts that we've seen from players old and new. We're definitely going to get into that with Joey.
but with both teams. What a wonderful weekend. Sounds like everybody had a great time. So there you go. You had a great time this weekend, right? What do you do after you're done? You get home, you kick your feet up, you grab a beverage, you click on the TV, and you take a nap because you're exhausted after watching the games and all those dogs running around. Oh, my gosh. Great stuff. Fun stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, there you go. Our 69th installment. That's 69th of Five Tears. All right, man. Let's begin the show with Joey Cecil. All right, ladies and gentlemen, joining me for episode number 69. That's episode number 69. What the hell's that got to do with anything? Joey Cecil. Joey, welcome to episode number 69. Nice. I'm such a child. That makes sense with everything we've already heard, seen, and heard about this Exactly. <laughs> What's uh, going on, man? How you doing? A lot. Are you well? So, so I'm here. I hear you, but And we know where we were Saturday night. Yes, we were. was a great place to be. Oh, my gosh. Even though it felt like four score and seven years since the last Louisville City game. Yeah, damn, man. <laughs> it, it felt like forever. Right, right, right. Uh, because apparently we can't play road games during Derby Week. Or something. I, and Ugh. and uh, even before we get into any of that, Joey, now we're one game. We have one game at hand, but, it, you know, we're going to make that up later again, yeah. you know. And also, speaking of that real quick, I mean, speaking of one game in hand, mm-hmm. we also have a goal differential back in hand after Charleston just got walloped. What on earth? Wow. <laughs> Wow. I for those know. for those who did not know, San Antonio put a touchdown on with an extra point on Charleston. Seven nothing. Dude. That wasn't the wow. only blowout too because uh, Detroit who we know is awful. Yeah. Got run out of the building by uh by Tampa Bay 5-1. But yeah, man, I no when when do you expect to see a 7-0 score? I, I just damn, man. Damn. They break so. my heart. Yeah, no, no, but it's just like, that's supposed to be leading the East? Right, right. Wow. I know, I know. I know. Um, mm. So we get the news. Cam and Manny out. Yeah. Uh, Sharpie, Oscar, Dylan Mares, and Carlos Mogul in. Mm-hmm. By the way, pregame, I got to mention this. This was just absurd. Mm-hmm. There was a camera crew following Paco Craig as he did the pregame walkthrough around Lynn Family Stadium. What? Two camera guys following him. One of the guys had a miniature Paco Craig jersey they hung up in the goal and took photos of. Oh, dear Lou. Oh, whatever. I'm not even kidding. It was so just absurd. I feel soiled. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, he's not even a superstar. Right, right, right. What, right. Are, they, what are they documenting? His un, his unsuccessful return to Lynn Family Stadium that he never played in? Right, after Did his... Did he ever play here? After his, uh, after his... I don't think he ever played in this stadium. As a, not with us. Okay. And then uh, af- after his unsuccessful attempt to make it in the fourth division in England, I'm, I'm just like, dude, what? I mean, like, glad y'all documented his team and him getting thrashed, but like, right, right. It yeah. was just so absurd to watch. Yeah, that's weird. That is I weird. I couldn't believe my eyes. I thought the Heat was playing tricks on me for a minute. Mm. Oh, but so <laughs> we actually get to the game, mm. uh, and we Louisville City scores off its first real attack. Yeah, man. Uh, Own B. Elmby centers the ball to Rasmus, has a shot deflected, mm-hmm. uh, and Dylan Mars just right there to side foot at home. Right. You know, just as just as we drew it up. And uh, pretty cool for him since he played here too. You know, to get a goal finally. Mars yes. playing it, playing it for the university here. Uh, and then a couple minutes later, Miami's on the board after I don't questionable is not even the right term <sighs> for the penalty call. Oh my god. I, I it, was it a handball? Was Amadou fouling him over the top? No one can seem to figure out what this guy was thinking. I, I don't I don't know. We were standing right there. And it wasn't I like mean, it, it it was no, no, that wasn't a penalty. It just I've wasn't. I've watched it so many times I still can't figure I'm, it I'm, out. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then soon after that Danny gets a yellow. Yeah. Uh the crowd <laughs> was just hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As as they should. You know? You know, both in temperature and in anger. Right. Whew, I'm still sweating. Yeah, he was the first mad. half was hot. And then it didn't help that you had this guy in the center of the field just acting like he'd never seen a soccer game before. Right, right. Oh, um, speaking of yellows, how the hell did we finish the first half with 11 players? Right, well, he was know, throwing yellow cards. It seemed like breathing on a Miami player warranted a yellow. Yeah, well, you know, I'm going to be fair here because to, to, to show how equally awful this guy was. Oh, yeah. There was a there was a yellow somewhere near the end of the first half, and I don't remember exactly what. I want to say it was around the 40th minute-ish, 35th. And um, Harris got the yellow, or it, it was a foul on Harris, supposedly. Yeah. Dude, 
it wasn't a foul. I mean, okay. it wasn't even equal, close. Equal opportunity. Idiot. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And the yeah. point, and the point I wanted to make about to start talking about this official is, I gotta think that maybe he knew he was goofing up and tried to even things up. But when you do that, all you're doing is making more mistakes. And maybe Joe, he also knew he was on ESPN too. Right, and that's you said something like that, and that's that makes a hundred percent sense. Maybe he thought being on television, and, and I don't know, dude. I got to make myself known. Yeah, and this is that's not the way to do it though. To look like a moron. Uh, <laughs> he was so, so bad. It was. Oh, I, no, it, gets, I mean, it gets it gets better uh, and worse. Sorry, I walked over to you guys. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, to tell the first. Him, I was the yeah. I was like, because usually at halftime, I just want to take a break or drink a beer or whatever. I was like, I have to go talk to these guys. I walked over. You experienced something so emotionally moving, right? You had to go tell someone. <laughs> I was like, Joe, this is the worst official we ever. And then I saw, I saw a couple of other people. I don't want to say what player I saw because I don't want to get them in trouble. But uh, I saw a, 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 a player within the Louisville umbrella, yeah. and uh, that person. Um, uh, relayed the same information. Yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that so nobody gets in trouble. Yeah. And uh, uh, also, you know, everybody over there was just like, "This, well, what speaking, is going on?" Yeah, it was it was that bad. Mm. Speaking of halftime, first half it's just a battle of high presses. Yeah, you know, we really pressed each other. Ended one-one. Mm -hmm. Danny was obviously not happy because at yes. halftime he switched out the midfield. Yep. Uh, took off Carlos and Mares, bringing on Elijah and Gibson. Mm -hmm. And whatever switch he flipped was a great one because we sure were like was. a different team. Yep. Um, Ownby at times just has to remind us how good he is every now and then. Yeah, really. Uh, as he gives us the lead with that, oh, that left-footed curling effort. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was so sweet. It was. Uh, um, and also, you know, I loved, what I loved the most was the keeper didn't even move. Right, and, and Harris, the best. Harris passing it off the way he did, too. Oh, that was so – I got that yeah. note right here. Mm -hmm. What a layoff. Yep. I mean, you expect strikers at times to just turn and try exactly. to score there. Exactly. And what did he do? He just calmly laid it off. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was just a great team goal there. Um, and then we get to later on in the second half, Dn nutmegs a defender and got dragged down in the box for an obvious penalty. Yeah, that was clear. Uh, you know how you know I, you know how I know it was obvious. Even Miami wasn't really fighting. Yeah, it. they didn't fight at all. They had no, they had no reason to. I'm, I'm uh, wondering if part of the embarrassment of getting nutmegged, the guy was just like, oh yeah, barreled into, oh him yeah, or clipped him. It was pretty uh, and then easy. and then you know who else to take other than Sean Toch, who calmly sends the keeper the wrong way. T-shirt possibly for those out there who like money. Death taxes and Sean Toach scoring penalties. <laughs> really, uh, the three unavoidables. Uh, uh, who's uh, uh, Matt Watts called him the talisman? Yes, and I was like, that's yes. the first time I've ever heard a soccer player referred to as a talisman. I'm just like, <laughs> I, I was just sitting there going, you know, I was nervous, but in, my, in the back of my mind, I was going, why are we nervous? It's Sean Toach. It's just what he does. Right, man. I, uh, yeah. And then, you know, just to finish off the game, we decided to debut our giant in second half stoppage. Right, 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 right. Didn't really get to see anything, sadly. Mm -hmm. um, but just what a second half adjustment by Danny. Right. Um, it looked like he sent Tyler. To me, it looked like he sent Tyler on just to sit in front of the back four mm -hmm. and sent everyone else forward. Right, right. You know, and just said, good luck, Miami. Good luck trying to defend all this. Yeah, that's another, um, another you know, great defensive performance. Yeah, it's a game that should have been 3 nothing. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Because uh, outside of that penalty and one little attack after that, they didn't do anything. Right. We really kept them under control. Yep. Um, let me see some other notes I got here. Just one side note, kind of a negative. Okay. Wait on Carlos to take that next step. Yeah, dude. I, I've got a. you know what? Uh, you know? he. There was a couple of moments where you saw him, you saw him and you're like, all right, there it is. And then there's a lot of there's there he's not. Yeah, you know, so I mean, younger guy still got to try and feel himself out a little bit, I guess. But the, it's not a lack yeah. of effort. I mean, the guy, the guy no, no, no. But you know, it's just it's also this midfield's going to have some t turnover sooner rather than that, later. Brother. Exactly, that's one hundred percent true. Between Paulo, Nile, Dylan Mares, even though we just signed him, he's thirty-one. Right. You know, this this midfield's going to need some younger legs to step up sooner rather than later. Right. And there's just been a couple times so far this season he started that being Carlos. Right. And just hasn't really had his mark on the game. Right. And they're giving him every opportunity. They're giving yes. him every opportunity yes. to, to earn that spot. So it's up to him. I agree with yeah. you, Joey. Yeah. Uh, just also another well-run pups at the pitch night. Yeah. It was Fantastic 11,000-plus crowd. Uh, 323 pups. 
<laughs> yeah, and one of those was was was, was Jess McDonald. Yeah, right. Uh, right her right. pup. She was in Scouse House. Mm-hmm. Uh, great to see her come out yep. and and you know have a fun night out. Yep. Uh, fun fact that was brought up to me by by uh, Mr. Calvin McPherson and one of the podcasts for USL. Mm-hmm. One of the guys does a, a weird stat every week. Okay. So historically, Louisville City has been terrible on the game post derby. Okay. This was our first post derby. I looked this up myself to confirm. Huh. This was our first post derby week win since 2016. No kidding. That's what a wow. The, ma- the majority of those are losses and one draw or wow, two draws, one or two draws. It's a hell of a snap. Um, yeah, and I was just like, he brought that up, and I was like, oh, don't be speaking this into existence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you know, it's the layoff. As I said, it's the layoff. Right. right, right. Um. So, any other uh, closing comments on that? You know, next game is next Wednesday, not this Wednesday, the Wednesday after against Tulsa, which is always. It's always a match. Yeah. It's always an interesting battle. I think one thing we um, looking fairly dominant without Manny was yeah. was one thing that I, t- I took as a plus here um, because he's he's such and an also in- no no Enoch either right no no Mushigalusa very good point and, and um, you know the, the you know once again Oscar playing admirably you know he's not the, he's not the player he was eight years ago but he, he played admirably in this match and mm-hmm. he, you didn't hear a lot of a lot of anything coming from anybody in any direction i mean how many shots on goal do they have maybe yeah. four you know so that. right that. so you know that was one of the guys really wanted to make sure we mentioned that i'll tell you one thing joey you go back and look at the replay and you go back and look at the replays of the game of the the uh, i guess what they call the long or the short version whatever that is yeah. Every time you see Louisville advancing and becoming dangerous, who's the first name you're hearing? Stellopson. Okay. This guy is becoming a very important part of this team. I mean, it's just he's all over the place. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, so it's time to start really, you know, it's really start. It's if people haven't noticed it yet, start noticing it because this guy is really becoming a force on this team. Yeah, maybe he's more of the hockey style assist. It, well, it, it was. I mean, a couple of these you things, know. like he started, I want to say all he had a hand in all three goals, okay. you, you know, leading all into right. the penalty, or, you know, at least the first two. And then well, other you know, times of play, it's, everything's going through him. Dan, Everything. Danny, Danny has consistently been very high. Right, right, right. On him. He's done a very good and job. saying how great he looks in training and how impactful he is. So yep. maybe and, it's one of those, you know, doesn't show up on the stat sheet as much. Right. And I think one of the, the, the one thing that re- actually it happened twice in the first half that he I really want to mention is Ownby. There was a run that he made that they they clipped and they put on social media defensively oh, yeah. to come to track yeah. back, yeah, across the field, and he was mm-hmm. behind the dude by at least four yards, and just overran him, and then then um, he he tackled him and still got the ball going, and we still got the throw in, and won the throw in, right. Yeah. And then he did it again later on where he, he had a, a stop. And the energy that – when he did that, it felt like everything changed. Yeah. Everything yeah, felt yeah. like it changed after that because it was sort of a morose sort of event for about 15, 20 minutes there. Like, oh, yeah. you know, and Danny was talking. We just couldn't complete passes the way we wanted to. And it was in the aftermath of mm-hmm. that penalty. Right, 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 which is just what – and... Also, by the way, fun, fun fact, mm-hmm. it, it still blows my mind. Brian Ownby has never made – a USL All League team. That's just okay. <laughs> so okay. Who do we have to conveniently make disappear? I know. It's it's, it's that doesn't I make know. any sense. I know. Bro. I know. But, but I was super super yeah. impressed with. with I mean, mm-hmm. who, who would have bet racing would have had the better score line this weekend? Right, 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 right. You know, or it's good. Uh, I mean, we, we said I called it too. I said three one before the game. Go me. Sure. You know, it's a weekend of poor refereeing and Louisville right. teams overcoming it. Yeah, man. Um, the pups of the pitch thing is, is phenomenal. Yes. It's just, and it's... I just, I'm so glad every year it goes off so well. Right. You know, I haven't stepped in any bathroom right. breaks. Right. Which is fantastic. So I've, I've, um, dogs aren't barking their heads off during the game. You know, it's great. No, most of them are just mellow. The ones every yeah. time when I walk over and see them, they're just hanging. Getting petted. There, there was a puppy in the front row of Scouts House who mm. just could not be bothered. Really? He was out he in the second the whole half. Thing. <laughs> in the second half, he was out. Well, Kay- I was just like, mm. I was just like, that is an amazing dog. Kaylee Corsi, who plays drums with us, she she brought her dog and um this adorable white dog, and he's just like the, the friendliest little guy. I had never yeah. seen him before. And yeah. the uh, so, yeah, but the whole vibe in the stadium, the whole game was so good. Yeah. I, great crowd, dude. 
well yeah. over yeah, 11. Yeah, yeah. That was oh, a yeah. solid 11K, too. That wasn't yes, no it was. manufactured. No, it was not. So, great crowd, great energy. Yeah. Great hatred of the referee. Yes. Uh, yeah, it was one of those great, great games. Let's get a lot of photos from that. Yeah, um, yeah great time. And, and, and the last thing I know we keep saying this is, Joey, this the bench on this team is deep. Yeah. It oh, is yeah. Really and it's deep. not even complete yet. Right. Right. And that's it's. Uh, oh, but then you start to question with Louisville City's history. Will it ever? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but we'll see. I mean, uh, you know, the, the end of last year, because of all the injuries, that had an impact. I think if that team was healthy, they could have competed against San Antonio. But, yeah, but um, you know, that's where I'm going to be that. I'm going to be that guy. I okay. go, you know, you got to go through pain to yeah, get to I the guess. sunshine. Right. And what does Danny do best? Danny learns. Yeah, man. Done, you know? Yeah. You know, we, we had to suffer at the hands of Tampa. Yep. Danny now has Tampa on a leash. There you go. There you go. We had to suffer against San Antonio. Mm-hmm. He made San Antonio look pedestrian this yes. year. Yes, he did. Yes, so, he did. yeah. So I just say that, so you know, very, it sucked, mm-hmm. but maybe it serves a purpose. Very, very, you know, cautiously, cautiously, extremely cautiously saying, man, this team could, this team could be <laughs> Careful with your words. You I said am. that last year too. Well, they were until the injuries started popping up. They were just running uh-huh. over. They were running everybody over. Uh huh. So there you go. I said could be. That's why I said extremely cautiously optimistic. Well, you know, we, we say take, <laughs> let's enjoy Danny while he's here. Hear that? Hopefully, he stays here forever. Mm-hmm. Guys who are sadly not going to stay here forever who popped up in the news. Okay. Uh, the U.S. Under Twenty. Yeah, man. Youth National Team head coach Mikey Varas. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm saying that right. Yep. Has selected the 21 players that will represent the U.S. at the 2023 FIFA Under Twenty World Cup mm-hmm. in Argentina this summer. They will face Ecuador, Fiji, and Slovakia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eleven players from the squad that clinched the USA's World Cup berth and third straight Confederation title made the roster. Mm-hmm. Of those, six players have already been called up by the senior national team. Of interest to Louisville City supporters would be one Jonathan Gomez and Joshua Winder. Mm-hmm. Uh, how awesome is that, that Louisville City has ties to two of those guys? Can you imagine seeing both of them out there at the same time? How oh. cool would that be, right? Yeah. And, dude, yeah. I, I had no Fiji? Yeah. Damn. Like, They're I've never... Just- I've never used the name of that country ever when discussing soccer. They're not just they're not just the fighting VJ sings. Right. <laughs> the fighting VJs. It's more than just VJ. It's way more than just VJ on episode sixty-nine. <laughs> so there you go. Um and I was really I was really excited that maybe we get some revenge on Slovenia and then I went, nope, Slovakia. Slovakia. Mm. Different team. Crazy, man. Um, yeah, I really hope we get to I hope yeah. there's gotta be a moment where the two of them are out there together because that would Let's just hope. be the best. Also, it's gonna really suck that we're gonna lose Josh for that yeah. period of time. Mm-hmm. Uh and that could also be right around the time potentially things may or may not happen. Right. Uh, you know, with a transfer. Yep. But um, you know, it's just amazing that we had both of those players in this city playing for this franchise. Mm-hmm. It seems to me, Joey, off the cuff, I, there have been some really crazy transfers into this league this year, yeah. especially in teams in the Western Conference. Pretty surprising amount. I mean, it's, you know, the, the teams just, they're they're doing what they need to do to stock their lineup. So it's great for the league. Yeah. You know? Well, uh, something else that's great uh, in terms of women's soccer. Mm-hmm. Chelsea beat Manchester United one nothing on Sunday as a Chelsea yep. fan. Mm. Never hate hearing that phrase. Right. Um, to claim a third straight women's FA Cup title cool. in front of a record crowd at Wembley. Damn, man. Australian forward Sam Kerr's strike proved to be the difference in front of 77,390 awesome. fans. That is amazing. Good a for that. world record attendance for a domestic women's match. That is tremendous. That's tremendous. Yep. Yep. And just, you know, always great to see that you know, around the world it's being valued. Yeah, exactly. And also great when it's in a Women's World Cup here. Yep. You know, so let, let's hope this carries through all the way through that tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know game times are going to be a little iffy for us here stateside. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's always great to see you here. Records are being smashed in the positive direction. Yeah, man. And then you got one thing I wanted to also wanted to note. I forgot this, uh, this, this tournament in Argentina in summer. Oh, my gosh. Weather-wise, oui. yeah. good luck, kids. Hey, it's, <laughs> not, kids. it's not like it, it's not like it's in the Middle East in June. Yeah, I know exactly. Exactly. Oh wait, we went to December because of that. Right, right, right. Oh. <laughs> so, Joseph, it's your favorite time. Let's do this, man. Let's do this. Your second to last category. All right, the English Prem- English Premier League. Woo, oh, boy. 
Number one. Let's see it. What club has won the most EPL titles? See, I got such a stupid dude. I mean, Liverpool. That is incorrect. Is it Manchester United? That is correct. Shit. At see, I thought Manchester United first, but I was like, no, I'm going to say Liverpool. 13. Yeah, I guess what you club has mm-hmm. earned the most points in a season? It's got to be Manchester City. That one year. I mean, that they is had, correct. That was 102 or something? 100 on the nose in 2017, <sighs> 2018. That was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Number three, mm-hmm. what player has the most goals scored in Premier League history at 260? 260 goals. And it is not an active player. Yeah, I was going to say it's going to be somebody retired because it's the only one you can think of now. <sighs> Rooney didn't score that many. Um, did he? Uh, I want to snap, but da, 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 sure. Um, <sighs> man, oh man. No, I'm re- no I don't. I'm, let's, all right, square, I'll save Rooney. Who'd you go with? Rooney. Incorrect. You whispered his name once. It was Alan, Alan Shearer. Shearer. I was. I knew it was Shearer. Crap. Yep. I'm, that's Number the second four. time I had an answer, and I changed it, and I shouldn't have. Damn it. Number four. Ryan Giggs holds the record for what stat? Uh, uh, uh I, I gotta guess assists. That is correct. One hundred and sixty-two. Because yeah, that was that was his gig, man. Uh huh. See what you did there. <laughs> Let's see what you did there. Mm-hmm. Um, marking these as we go. Uh, what former Arsenal and Chelsea goalkeeper has the most clean sheets at two hundred and two? Oh, geez, that I'm not going to get. Um, I'm not going to get that one. That is Mr. Petter Check. Check. Oh, okay. He of the headgear fame. Yeah, the headgear dude. Jeez. Oh, uh, your pop quiz that popped up in that round. Mm-hmm. Whose spot did Louisville City take in the USL once they came into existence? Orlando's, wasn't it? That is correct. Mm-hmm. Though in the trivia night, it was very controversial. I made someone say Orlando City. Right, 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 right. right. Uh huh. I am running the trivia contest. I Shut up. Have exactly. Lay <laughs> so, the hammer down. Your next EPL question: How many league matches does each Premier League club play in a season? Thirty-six. Oh, Joe, math was never your strong suit. Well, what is it? Thirty-eight. <sighs> Home and away against the other nineteen. But it was. But it was. Wow, you know what? You're right. I should have known that. I should have. Yep. Home and away two. against the other nineteen. Absolutely, that was stupid. Those. So, I'll tell you what, is, we talked about this once before too. The amount of games that they play at the championship. Oh yeah. They play an insane amount of games. Well, oh. We're not, and I, I had to specify league matches. We're right, not right, counting right, Carabao right, Cup, right. FA Cup, right, right, right. European games. Mm-hmm. It's stupid. Yeah. What seven clubs have won the Premier League title? Okay. Manchester City, Manchester United, Liverpool, Everton. Uh, Incorrect on Everton. Everton never won a title? Have not won the EPL title. EPL? Wait, are you Just won- the Premier League. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. So I'm going did, all the you way. You have United, Liverpool, Pool. and City. Right. I'm, I'm trying to think all the way back. All right. So that's on me. All right. Uh, Leicester. Correct. I said Manchester City, Manchester United, Leicester. Correct. Um, uh, Liverpool. I'm missing three? Really? Yes. All right, let me guess. Arsenal. Yes. <laughs> well, Chelsea. Yes. Um, and if you got this last one, I would be impressed. Oh, gosh. Who won it? It was in the beginning. Yeah. Of the there, too. Wasn't it like Southampton or something? I forget. No. Who was it? Blackburn. Blackburn. That's Rovers. Yep. Before they went into administration. Yep. Yep. Uh, next, what English midfielder compiled the most appearances so far at 653 while playing for Aston Villa, Manchester City, Everton, and West Brom? Not an active midfielder, I will say that. I was going to say. Who the hell? You're going to know the name, I bet. Yeah. It's, well, if I say... It's not too, too far in the past. That's correct. Um, and he played at Everton. Yeah. Oh. That's, that's going to hurt you a little bit. Well, it's it was one of the brothers. Um, I don't know if he had a brother. Give me the four teams again. Aston Villa. Villa. Manchester City, City. before they were Man City. Right. Everton, Everton and West Brom. Okay, that's not who I was thinking. Um, 
you're going to say this name. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't know. Gareth? Gareth Barry. Barry. Barry, yeah. Just shows as long as you are decent at a position, you'll find a job. Hear that. Uh, what active English striker has scored the most goals for a single club in Premier League history? I got to think it's uh, Tottenham. Um, here I go. Dude, I just did it. I just did the name thing. I can't believe I'm, I'm not saying his name. The dude from Tottenham. Yeah, Harry Kane, Harry Kane at the time of the trivia event, 201 goals. Right. And that's, that, was, uh, that was that one of those moments where I just I, the name just like freezes in my head. What year did the Premier League begin? That was 90, 96 or 94, wasn't it? Something like that? It's an even year, but none of those are correct. What was it? 92. 92, okay. All right, All right and your bonus question, mm-hmm. what six clubs have never been relegated? Okay. From the Premier League. Well, that would be... Uh, hold on a second. All right. Everton. Um, Correct. Is one. Yep. Liverpool. Correct. Uh, United. Correct. City's never been relegated. Incorrect. City was relegated? Before they had their... Before, oh, okay. You're going before back they, they had their billionaire owners. Yep, before they had the owners. Right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um... You have three so far, United, Liverpool, and Everton. Arsenal. Correct. Chelsea. Correct. Um, I can't say Spurs. Correct. <laughs> Those are the six, Manchester United, Arsenal, Spurs, Liverpool, Everton, and Chelsea. Well, that might change. There you go. Well, <laughs> that, yeah. might, that might change in two weeks. <laughs> uh, it's, there were a couple guys busting my balls in the lot about Everton. And it was like, they, they, they have a chat, and they were like, you know, every now and then we just say, fuck Everton. I was like, dude, let me tell you something. For every one time you've said it, I've said it 20 times this year. <laughs> uh, and as a Chelsea uh, fan, there have been some times I've been going, yeah. um, yeah, I, you guys you guys going to find a parachute? Yeah. yeah it's, it's been so, a couple teams have some crazy years. It's going to be uh, interesting. Well, and, and with a, a tear rolling down my face, I announced next week is our final category which from is, Trivia Night. Which is? In- infamous moments. Infamous moments. I like it. I yes. like it. I might have to start coming up with like a question of the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just man. to keep this going in some well, way, shape, maybe, or form. Uh, maybe we'll uh, flip the table a little bit uh, in a couple okay. of weeks. All right. Maybe we'll, I, that uh... terrifies me because... <laughs> Everything about this is scary, but um, <laughs> yeah, we can see that. Yeah, man. So, all right. Uh, that's your trivia of the week. You did better than normal. Yeah. And we'll see you next week with with our infamous moments. Yeah, man, that'll be fun. I dig infamous moments. So, man. Anyway. Oh, if I, maybe a oh, break. Maybe a little break now. Yeah. All right, we're gonna take a little break for a couple minutes, and Joey and I will be back. Okay, we're going to be back with Joey Cecil for the second part of this podcast, episode number 69. I'm such a child. Anyway, um, before we go on, uh, one thing I wanted to let you know, in case you hadn't heard, we're going to be doing our fundraiser on July 29th in the lot, gold lot. Uh, Doug and the tailgaters uh, have agreed to be a part of it. I think there are going to be some other folks as well. Just want to confirm that. So hopefully you'll be a part of it. Going to try and get some toys for some kids and raise some money for them as well. I think it's going to be a real good time. Now, (laughs) yes, I wanted to share how I felt about the referee at the Louisville City game last Saturday night. Now, yes, the ref at the game Friday was not much better, but I had a certain special something for whoever this guy was. And it's been a while. If you used to watch Beach Balls and Bourbon, every now and then we'd, uh, we'd have to break into song. And I felt that that was about the only way I could truly show how I felt about this dumbass. That's right, Bubba. I'm here to talk to you about the horrible transgressions that we had to endure last Saturday night. When I play the drums at the game to the game is done. Just banging and slamming, watching everybody else have fun. And I don't miss much if it happens on the soccer pitch. But mercy, look at that banana looking dumb summer gun. I said hello to you and BASS. You shouldn't be refereeing on the GRSS. 
Hey, now I don't mean the H-A-R-A-S-S But you're a D-U-M-B-A-S-S Oh, yeah Now all the people were so happy And the pups were at the pitch With that banana looking dummy Ran a joint to the ditch He gave so many yellows That I think I lost my sight No matter what he did He couldn't get it right now Mama never told me about a big dumb ass like you and I really, really hope that your mama's not a dumbass too Hey, now I don't mean the H-A-R-S-S But you're a D-U-M-B-A-S-S Oh yeah, that's right, Bubba I couldn't believe what I was watching He was giving yellows to our guys He gave yellows to their guys He gave yellows to our coach I bet he even wanted to give a yellow to one of our sweet little pups. I'll tell you, son, it's about time you find yourself a new career. Well, he goofed and he gaffed and he stumbled and he stumbled. I bet he got his reference lessons from a Stevie Wonder. Reminding everything that I ain't never want to be. Probably passed his driving test in Cincinnati. Yeah, the world ain't ready for a dumbass like Y-O-U. And I really, really bet that your mama is a dumbass too Yeah, yeah, yeah So now I don't need an H-A-R-S-S But you're a D-U-M-B-A-S-S I said ass as a dumb I said ass Get a job You're an ass You're an ass You're an ass Move on to a new career, Bubba, because this one just ain't for you. Ass! Well, I think that covers it. <laughs> Hope you like that. Anyway, let's get on with it. Second half of the show with Joey Cecil. Okay, folks, we got Joey Cecil back for episode number 69. Episode number 69. Joey, how are you? Nice. <laughs> Joe, I, I I had a realization about this podcast. <laughs> okay. Joe, on the surface, this uh-huh. podcast makes no sense. Right, right. So, no, no, no. Hear, hear me out, though. Okay, okay. Two guys named Joe, mm-hmm. located in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. One is a NASCAR fan. Yep. That being you. Mm-hmm. The other is a professional wrestling fan. Right. Being me. Mm-hmm. But soccer is the podcast topic. Right. <laughs> Nothing about this makes any sense. No, no, I guess not. Well, you're a pretty big football fan, too, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, we got that in common. But but still, located in Kentucky. Yeah, well, I'm in we Indiana. These... Well, it's, it's, it's the greater Louisville area. It counts. I got it. But so. Yeah. I've been conditioned you know, to think that... like that all those years living in Jersey and being a New Yorker. So I got it. I understand. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Speaking of things that may or may not have made sense was a racing's game. Wow, man. Friday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ellie was back on the bench. No mm-hmm. real changes to the lineup besides welcoming Savannah DeMello back. And boy, did we miss her. Yeah, really. Nice turnout of less than 4,000 people, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, I understand racing's going to be the one that's going to suffer when right. they have back-to-back games. Mm-hmm. Most likely, people are going to opt for the Louisville City experience. Right. Uh, plus, the weather looked horrendous, but, man, it was still just yeah, and I, disappointing. Right, and, and uh, man, the weather, I, I, initially, they were saying it was going to be pretty bad. Yeah. So going back about a day ago, so maybe maybe that yeah, like you're saying, maybe that had some mm-hmm. But like we've also seen eight thousand show up when Louisville City's in a downpour. Sure, I understand. I got you. you. Know? I'm uh so we, we get to the game. Racing appeared to take an early lead off a of Jalen Howe header. Mm-hmm. Uh our our scouts house was up in arms, and then of course I pulled up Paramount Plus and look up the replay, hmm. and Chicago ran a great offsides trap. Okay, okay. Our okay. entire attack was offsides. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah, it, was, it, was it was a great offsides trap and mm-hmm. we should have not fallen mm-hmm. for it. Right. Um, you know, throughout most of the first half, Chicago, they had a lot of useless possession. Well, you know, mm-hmm. we ceded a lot of possession to them, but we held our shape well. They weren't really threatening our goal. Thirty-third mm-hmm. uh, minute, Monahan earns a penalty mm-hmm. after she was tripped up in the box after a game of plinko ball. Even I think went off her face. Right. Uh, she gets tripped up, and Joe, there was some gamesmanship on who would take that penalty. Mm-hmm. Jalen Howe was, you know, was walking around the box the majority of the time leading up to the penalty with the ball, right. and at the last second, she handed it off to Savannah Demello. Mm-hmm. 
who goes off post, off keeper, and in. Yeah, that was that was an interesting. <laughs> which Blanco. I hate. I hate how technically that's an own goal. Right, right, right. I hate that. I hate that. I'm sorry. She put it on frame. Right. Granted, it was coming back out of the goal. I get it, but yeah, mm. whatever. Uh, minutes later, Demello nearly had a brace. Right. She ripped a shot in the box that Nair pushed away. Mm-hmm. And a couple minutes later, we played a short corner that resulted in uh, Kanu forcing a diving save. Right. Right. And then in first half stoppage time, Ari goes down in the box, originally whistled for a goal kick. Mm-hmm. And Joe, we have our first VAR review in Lynn yeah, Family really. Stadium history. There you go. Yeah, anyway, that's a good point. Uh, ref comes back and signals penalty, which Joe, from my vantage point, the Ari penalty was even clearer than the one on Monaghan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what was shocking that it even took VAR to look it up. Yeah. Um, I agree. Kind of also shocking, too. Uh, Wong was the one chosen to take it, mm-hmm. and she slides it under Alyssa Nair, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on one of the posts. We go to halftime at the dangerous 2 two nothing lead, and you're starting to have PTSD flashbacks right. <laughs> to our previous 2 nothing leads. But one of my friends pointed out in Scout's house, this is a new bingo square we've checked, with oh. both of these being penalties. Right, right. That's, I don't so think that's ever happened before, right? New bingo square. Mm-hmm. Um, Chicago then threw everything in the second half. Yep. They made a sub at halftime. They really took the initiative to us. Ironically, though, the best chance early in the second half was Monaghan having a header saved off the line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, minutes later, our press forced a turnover. Schwong oh, had a shot go off the crossbar. Oh, I was so pretty. Yep. Uh, great moment, which I'm sure the cameras missed. Uh, Katie was told, Katie Lund was told by the ref to retake a goal kick for taking it too quickly or whatever she thought. Is that it was. what that happened there? Yes. I, don't, I was don't know wondering what, was. what that was. No I, clue. No clue. Huh. The referees, both referees this weekend were a shit show. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and for whatever reason, Katie just slammed the ball down. Oh, she was done with it. Really? It was such was a great what moment. Happened. No one knows. Mm-hmm. Who knows with this group? Yeah. Uh, Chicago made a couple more subs, and man, they really threw the kitchen sink. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go off the post in the 76th. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were just inviting pressure. Right. And then we had a couple subs combined to finish the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fimby made a great run in the 89. She centered a ball to Parker Goins, mm-hmm. uh, who had to fight to get back possession of it. Right. And then she just coolly finishes off the fall. Right, right. Joe, you've been mentioning it. This team has got some pace. And getting a healthy yeah. Fimby Catlana back. Right. She's got a gear I don't even think someone on this team has. Right, right. Well, Joe, the you know, start... she gets back and back to full health and full health because I'm still not convinced she's 100. Mm-hmm. percent I mean, she's got that gear. Yeah, oh no, she doubt. makes fast people look slow. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, you know, this is our best performance of the year. I'd oh say. yeah, no, no doubt, no you know, doubt. Besides Chicago's push at the end in the second half, right? We really kept them in check. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we had the better chances. We could have had five or six goals, but Alyssa Nair being Alyssa Nair kept Chicago in it. Right. Well. Hmm. You know, um, just some other wrap-up stuff. This was Wong's best game in Racing Colors. Yeah. Uh, you know, she really showed that quality we've seen on the ball. She mm-hmm. could have had a couple goals to her name. Right. Shocking to Savannah DeMello was a difference between the last game and this game. Right, right, right. Shocked. Right. You know, really shocked. Yeah, there. Right. I got to say this. Someone that's not going to show up in the box score who's really taken a giant step this year is Jalen Howe. Okay. She has just been everywhere. She was sniffing out. Chicago attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, she was pushing the ball up the field. Um, to me, from what I've seen this year, she has taken that next step mm-hmm. okay. and being yeah, a okay. more impactful player. Cool. Some phrase I never thought I'd say before. Uh, short corners have grown on me. <laughs> okay. Racing used them very effectively. Right. In this game. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, I was just like, I kept going short corners work mm-hmm. 90% of the time, right. 70% of the time. Yeah. You know, they don't, they don't make sense to me. And then they've used them effectively in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of small criticisms I had, just very small. You, it's really hard to find criticism to bring up and win. Right, right, right. We sat back a bit too much in the second half. You know, we really invited that pressure. Mm-hmm. Also, small criticism is when we have Schwong on the field, mm-hmm. she really wants to be central. Right. She wants to drift centrally. Mm-hmm. And that really left Lord Malay all by herself on that right side. Okay. You know, she didn't have anyone to push up in front of her to help release. Okay. Uh, and she couldn't push up as high. Hmm. Okay, that's good. Uh, just something I saw was that we really we were really left sided. Right, right. You know, because Swong wanted to be central. She wanted to get on her left foot. 
uh, and that left Lauren Malay kind of abandoned on that right side. Yeah. You know, just a small, small thing. Right, right, right. Uh, another small fun fact. Apparently, Vlatko, the U.S. Women's National Team manager, was at the game. Oh, well, I'll, go ahead. Because I, I yeah, kind apparently, of... apparently a fan got a photo with him. Mm-hmm. Um, you wonder. What's, well, what's he scouting? Let's start with this. Let's DeMello. That's yeah. why I think he's scouting. I mean, yeah. you know, it's time to start talking about her at that level. You know, also at the same time, please don't. Well, well, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Really gonna hurt. I, I totally <laughs> hear you. Really gonna hurt. Right, right, right. But let's um, be a fringe player. Let's be a fringe player, dude. We're just not even the same team without yeah. her out there. It's yeah. it's just so demonstratively different. Yeah, you know, and, and it was such an impressive impressive effort again. But dude, I have a note here about her USWNT, and it just. Yeah. Maybe that's it. All that adds yeah. up to me because, golly, I mean, if she wasn't the best player on that field, who was? Yeah. No, I agree with that. You know? Um, um, yeah, what you got? Uh, talk about Mayor. You want? I mean, two things about Chicago. First of all, she kept that game from being an absolute deluge. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. we easily could have won that match five or six to one. Easily. At least. You know? And that's what an effort. I mean, give credit where credit is due. And, and you for know, people who, who aren't familiar with the women's game, this is Alyssa Mayer, yeah. not just a journeyman. This is former U.S. women's yep. national no, team. Yep, absolutely. Alyssa Mayer. Right. You know, she's not just a nobody. And she had to stand on her head just to keep it 2 nothing for the majority of the game. Right. Like I said, And the, also, mm-hmm. let's be honest, she was a couple bounces away from keeping both those penalties out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She guessed right on Wong's mm-hmm. and then just had the post off her in right. for DeMello's. Yeah. You know? Was, uh, but yeah, yeah. yeah hats off to her yeah she she was so it was so frustrating yeah it was and it was really i just you know it's just i love seeing excellence you know and the the level of excellence that that she portrayed was just it was really really impressive but the team itself i mean chicago's a mess bro i i I mean yeah you you mentioned it early the 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 lack of creativity well and yeah some of that is is mallory swanson going down right okay yeah that's you know you know Mm -hmm. Uh, that's gonna that's gonna that you know that's gonna hurt any team right 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 but but to be fair before that they weren't exactly right it wasn't like they were tearing it up before that and and yeah. and it was just it was i mean we played very well and we talked yes. about you know the, the, no no doubt about the fact that mayor kept them in the game but let's also give credit to our side offensively oh, yeah. to forcing them forcing mayor to play the way she played she had she and then to forcing play. them to throw everything at right, us right and exactly still not getting one in right and and uh was really really impressed offensively with the team this week um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. really impressed with them offensively i have a couple things now you mentioned the speed of cut how about how about going back out there too who going's uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah you know yeah. having her back out there as well yeah that also um because i was i thought it was very impressive um as far as her time out there with the, with the amount that she was out um, and I correct me if I'm wrong. I wonder if that was her first goal. I think it is for racing. I, yeah, I think it is her first goal ever for us. Right. Yeah. So it's like senior career, eleven appearances, one goal. One goal. So there it's, you go. That's that's what a way. Yeah. That's good to see, man. Uh, it, you yeah. know, because we could use all the help we can get. Um, and then and you can never be too deep at that spot. No, of course not. Right. Right. Absolutely. Um. I was pretty impressed with the way they they held shape defensively. Even under you already kind of mentioned it. Uh, even though they really they were pushing like nine people up at one point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they they held their shape and they held their form of defensively very well. So um, I thought that was a pretty good plus. Um, let's talk about this attendance thing for a second because I had a note yeah. about this as well. Now last year we averaged six thousand a game. It was like six thousand twenty something. Okay. Before this last match, we were at 55-something. Yeah. So that was, I believe, our third or fourth home game. I think it was our, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, okay. So it's still an early sample. Now, yeah. you know, it's still early. I have to think that the losses, the you know, the performance had something to do with it. Well, um, and just, it's Friday night. Right. Weather is terrible. Mm-hmm. Louisville City home game the next night. Right. It's prom season. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. But, there's a lot but, of but factors. Also, but the also, how often do we say that when it comes to Louisville City? Yeah, you know, that's but yeah. but you have to. I you know, we had this discussion in Scouse House. Okay, when it's back to back weekends, back to back mm-hmm. game nights, 
the casuals are going to make decisions. Yeah, that's true. You know, and the casuals are the ones who have that two or three or four or five, six, seven thousand added each game. Mm -hmm. Your season ticket holders are going to be there. Right. You know, the Mm -hmm. casuals, I hate that that phrase sounds so derogatory. Well, it's, uh, you know, you get what I mean. The non-season ticket holders, whatever you you want to say. That's even a better way of putting it right. Not, they're not going to go to, a lot of them are not going to go to both games. Right. They're going to make a decision. Mm -hmm. Me me being unemployed, I had to make one. (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's going to be, and it's going to be, you know what? Let's go the better weather night. Mm, right. Let's go the one where you bring my dog. Really? Really? And, you know? Mm-hmm. And the, um, the, the only other thing that I, I had about the attendance thing is I, I don't know what they're expecting, but you would hope that it gets somewhere close to that 6,000 again. Yeah, I think it will. And, um, and, um, you know, I let's, let's will. hope so. And I think, and the point I want to make is the better the performance, the more people are going to come. Let's be honest. Of course. Here. Of course, of course. It's not like that, you know. This is the first win. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> you know? as as, but as it, was, it was a hell of a win. I thought they played really as well. as as my as my buddy Calvin said, mm-hmm. leaving the stadium. You can say you were there when Racing Louisville figured it out. Right, right. That's a, that's a good way of putting it. You yeah, know? I was I was happy. I was definitely happy. It was just it was oh, wonderful very much to watch. So. Um, so next game they start the Challenge Cup this this Wednesday at home versus Kansas City, mm-hmm. which Joe I really don't understand doing it in the middle of the season. I don't, dude. I you don't know, even, use don't it even, to start the season. Don't but even get not, me going with it. I, I, because now because now we play Kansas City twice in five days. Yeah, it's so stupid. One I'm, here and one on the road in the league. What's the motivation? It's it was a I good idea. As I, we always use called it, it a preseason tournament. Season. Right. Yes. Do that. That's that's Instead a good thing now, to do. Instead, now we're playing the same team twice in a week with really only one of them mattering. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. I'm not. I, so, I thought that. Well, we'll see what, how how it goes. It's just attendance wise, and I don't mind. I don't mind mm. our lineup getting more reps together. True. I would. I do mind that we're playing so close to each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Five games and a trip. Right, and we did mention. Uh, we already mentioned the lack of officiating quality in this match. <laughs> it was not good. Well, the fact that the fact that the fact that she had to be VAR reviewed, like that had to be signaled to her, right? She was going to call goal kick on what was a penalty, right? The fact that she had to be told by her fourth official mm-hmm. that Kanu had been elbowed in the face and then give a yellow for it, right, right, right. Joe, Joe just MLS and Apple TV have just they, they they've jumped the shark apparently, dude. They're now offering a one-month free trial of MLS season pass through October 31st. Oh, my God. You offer the, the – go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm Wait. sorry. Go ahead. You smell that? Smell It reeks of desperation. Oh, dude. You don't Ooh. offer a month free subscription. This is CNN Plus all over again. I'm telling you, it, this is not a good – this is not good. You don't offer a free reeks. month if things are going well. No. No. And in general, their TV numbers continue to be very mediocre. And, yep. you know, it's just, I, I don't whoever understand, thought man. That, whoever and there's thought no NFL. That was, there's no NFL no, or hockey going no. on. You know, that's done. So, yep. I don't know, man. I don't know. And it's just, and it's not even like, I hate to put it this way. It's not even like they went to one of the huge streaming platforms either. Right, right, right. You know? Absolutely. Apple TV is, I don't know a ton of people who even have it. Right, and, and and if you don't have it now, what's a month free going to do to make you want to watch it? If the product the way, if the product stinks, all right, let's say if the person perceives the product as not being good, oh, here you go. Here's a free month of something you don't like. It doesn't change anything. No, and then people also, human nature is, I'm going <laughs> to use that free month and then just cancel and everything. Cancel it. I yeah. just, oh my God, dude, yeah. this is not working out well. And and if it no. if this nosedives, MLS has got a serious issue because no one's going to come. Oh, yeah. There's no parachute financially, all right, nope. as far as TV viewership is concerned. You know, they're still going to get their sponsors. That's fine. And they're making a ton of money on more, way more money on sponsorships than they have ever. So good for them. I'm not trying to dog them. But you, you want people to watch a product. And if nobody's watching the product, how long do the sponsors stick around? Of course. You know, so this 2026 you know, like thing, a, bud, I'm telling you. I, I wonder if, if the USL is like, you know, you ever seen The Wedding Singer? Yes. You know where, where Adam Sandler's character has that breakdown where he's singing the song? Yeah. And then John Lovett's character peeks out from behind the curtain creepily. He's like, he's falling apart, and I'm going to reap all of the benefits. <laughs> the cur- curtain creepily closes again. 
That's the USL right now watching this. God, and it can't hurt. Oh, It can't hurt. Well, speaking of something that could get hurt. Yeah. Joe, this past weekend, Barcelona clinched La Liga for the first time since 2019. Mm-hmm. And as the and? players celebrated in the middle of the pitch at Espanyol, yep. a fellow Barcelona team, the home supporters took a front to it and breached the security of the field and chased them down the tunnel. And they weren't playing. No. Dude, you watch that. If anybody goes back and watches that replay, that oh, yeah. was not just we're going to stick our finger in your face. These were some people that were ready to throw dukes. I'm, and that's it's not just because I think that's a cross town thing. Right. Espanol is four points above the drop zone and very unhappy with ownership. Right, 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 right. This seems like a, you know, just a blowing off of steam in a variety of ways. And, and, and uh, mm-hmm. just what's it going to take? Somebody dying? Right, that's the point. What's it going to take? You know, and this is why, and we're copycats over here. Some idiot is going to try this crap over here. And, and we some, love guns too. Yeah, you know, <laughs> well, we, you know, I don't know, you know, I, I it's just the silliness of doing this and, and yeah. the hope that it, it never gets to a point where we see a match here where some idiot runs on the field and gets hurt or hurt somebody. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, because you know what's the first thing that's going to happen after that, whatever the security protocols are at every USL stadium, you know they're going to be reviewed and you know they're going to require yeah. more cops and it's just going to cost yeah. more money. Who's going to pay for that? We are. Yeah. <laughs> so. we, we, we already can't get we already can't get far into the USL stadium. Right, exactly. How the hell are we all going to pay for extra scary? Right, right, right. Because that's what's going to end up happening. I just, yeah. you know, let's hopefully just stop. It's just stupid. It really. I mean, like I said, it's. I'm, I'm, I love my sports teams and I love these teams and, but at the same time, there's no way. There's no way I'm going to run on the field and like punch a player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get out of here. So I guess we we got a game coming up on Saturday, right? Just racing. Just a racing game. And then a racing game on Wednesday and as Wednesday. well. Wednesday, right. So, uh, And then the men don't play till next Wednesday. Next Wednesday at home, which is one of those 502 games. So we'll see if anybody yes. see yes. What, what, what impact that had. All right, man, you got anything else? No, sir, not at this time. All right, brother, thanks a lot for doing this again on episode number 69. Nice. <laughs> Joey Cecil. Thank you. Well, there you have it, folks. Another episode of the Center Forward Podcast is in the books. Um, I will not be leaguer the point of what episode it is anymore (laughs) um man uh i have continued to have a great time doing this and hopefully you are enjoying it if you have any compliments comments or criticisms the three c's please pass them along as always want to thank joey cecil for his invaluable contribution there's no way i can do that without him and there's no way we can do this without you so thank you so much uh as we mentioned please july 29th put it on your calendar really hope that you'll be a part of it As always, we are on Podbean, iTunes, Amazon, and Spotify. Please like, subscribe, and share. Share the love. And there was plenty of love flying around this weekend. Uh, Specifically for the match. I couldn't make the match on Friday night, but the uh, Saturday uh, with the pups at the pitch deal. And uh, the whole vibe was just wonderful. Great crowd. Great, great crowd. I mean, you know, we're averaging close to 11,000 a game now. And hopefully we'll get racing's numbers up as well uh, as they continue to perform a little better. We talked about that a little bit. And uh, <clears throat> had a wonderful time in the in the lot before the game and certainly at the game playing drums and hanging with everybody. Drums sounded great again, I think. And then uh, afterwards, the, uh, the lot rats. <laughs> Some of us that hang out afterwards, uh, I decided to give us a name. Doesn't have to stick, but I love those folks. Um, and uh, man, I, I hope the good times continue because this job search is going on. Man, I, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm in no hurry to split. Um, man, I, I'm not ready to right now. I mean, I was gonna do that a couple years ago, it was a whole different set of different circumstances. But man, this place is so much fun because of the games, and it really, it's. <laughs> the main reason I still stick around man because you all are pretty awesome and it's a lot of fun so as this continues man uh, any any kind thought you could have for me in getting this resolved and to get back on my feet a little bit I would really appreciate it Um, and if there's anything you need I'm always here and there's always somebody here for you you know, don't go through any whatever you're don't go through whatever you're going through alone. Let's put it that way. There's plenty of people in, that I've gotten to know here that'd be more than happy to help you with anything that you need, no matter what's going on. 
So you got the Challenge Cup this Saturday. Um, hey, man, it's a home game. And let's let's get it done. And then uh, Loose City next Wednesday, right? It's their next game. Man, this is, uh, this is shaping up to be a really good year as racing turns the corner. And Loose City, I think, is, is prepared now if they can stay healthy to just bulldoze. I hope I didn't jinx it. <laughs> but regardless, I want to tell you, man, how much I love you how much I appreciate you, how much I am very thankful that you're all in my life. All the new folks that I met, met some new ones this last weekend. Jason, thank you for listening, sir. And we'll see how it goes, man. Gosh, I really do love you. And I want you to have a wonderful week and the rest of the uh, rest of the week into the weekend. So there you have it. The uh, 69th episode of the Center Forward Podcast. My name is Joseph Valla. Man, I'll say it again. I love you. And... Um, let's just enjoy this as we continue on through the season and uh, no matter what goes on, right? Take care.